excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am joined by Lena, the motherfucking plug. She is a lot of things, but to sum it up, she has 1.63 million subscribers on YouTube, 1 million on Twitter, and she kills it on OnlyFans and Snapchat Premium. But most of all, she is an insanely successful businesswoman. Thank you. Also, You're welcome. Lena, I hate when people do this and introduce women as the girlfriend of somebody. Mm. So instead, I'm just going to say that Adam22 from No Jumper is your fucking boyfriend. Yes, he is my boyfriend. And you guys just had a baby girl. Yes, we have a little baby. Congrats. Thank you. We love a multifaceted bitch. And I say bitch as a term of endearment. So don't get... I'm not going to cancel you. It's all good. I'm not worried about it. Um, I actually have an Instagram called Lena the Mom. And then I had like a porn Instagram. And that Instagram is currently deleted. But yeah, I'm I'm a mom and I'm a porn girl. Can we talk about that for two seconds? Because I was trying to look you up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I saw the Lena the Mom page. And then I saw free Lena the plug. Yes. Is that your page? It's the new page I made that I, after I got deleted on January 11th, like as part of a sort of purge, I think, because I know a lot of other girls who got deleted that day. Um, But yeah, that's, I had like made a second page where I could just be more like 
my full self instead of like my sexy, I'm trying to sell you my porn self. Right. And so that became like my Lena of the mom page where I post like my baby. Cause I obviously don't want to like post all my baby stuff where I have like a 90% male following who just wants to see my ass and tits. So right. Like right. They're like, what is this bullshit? You're like, it's my fucking baby, but thank you. Yeah, like you don't have to look my baby. That's weird. <laughs> Um, okay, Lena, so let's jump into this. We have a lot of things in common, particularly the fact that we both let our best friends fuck our boyfriends. So Wow, I didn't know this about you. Yes, yeah, so now you know. So I start off every single episode of mine with like a mental health check and update people on how I'm feeling. Okay. I woke up this morning feeling a little bit down. I'm not gonna lie. And I started like scrolling Instagram and it made me feel worse. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. I'm like, I'm like, what's going to help me right now? Getting on fucking Instagram. Never a good idea. Never a good idea. I was like, have you ever gotten so annoyed with fucking Instagram that you just close the app every day and then I reopen it by accident because I forget that I hated it. <laughs> Everyone is on vacation. Everyone looks hot as shit. Everyone has a Birkin bag on a private jet. And I'm like fucking over it. I feel that. Yeah. I am going to unfollow fucking everybody. And that's just what it is. Bye, mom. Just mute all these bitches. Yes. So how are you feeling? Not to put you on the spot, but like give us the lowdown. Today's been a good day. I woke up and got STD tested. That's always super exciting. I worked out with my trainer. I mean, I've kind of been like in a place where I'm like, I'm trying to get back into work, like shooting and stuff, but I'm dealing with like my mm-hmm. postpartum bod. And it's like, you know, it gets me down and stuff right. the career that I'm in, but I have to like, let that go because it's like, it's too much. I don't know. Like if I had any other yeah. job, my body wouldn't bother me as much as it does, but because people get to see every single part of my body, I have to like, I don't know. I have to make sure every part of it looks perfect. Yeah. Wait, that is fascinating because I feel like women already struggle with that postpartum body thing. And then it's your fucking line of work. So it's like 10 times the added pressure. That's wild. Yeah, I know. It's like annoying because I, I feel great in clothes, but my job requires me to not have clothes on and I don't feel as confident naked right now. And it's, it is like, Oh God, right. you know, like I love my job and I don't want to change my job. I just have to like be okay mm-hmm. with not looking my prime right now, you know? And so that's something right. I've been dealing with. And it does get me down. And that's why I have to avoid going on Instagram. Like all my girlfriends are in porn and they're in the same line of work as me. And I want to unfollow all of them because they didn't just have a baby. <laughs> they look fucking fantastic. Um, obviously, Facetune's a thing too. And I need to always remind myself about that. But it's hard. Even though I know all about the ins and outs of Facetune, it's still, I'll still see a photo and be like, oh my God, she's perfect. You know? Wait, all the fucking time, I like, I fully believe it. And I'm like, Sophia, there's no way that they did not Photoshop that and fucking be sitting in front of a ring light and all of that shit. But it's hard to remember that, even though you know, like, you still see it. Totally. Perfect image. Perfect. That's hot. She, she has no pimples ever, you know? I know. Oh my God. Tell me if you do this. And then I swear to God, we can move on. Okay. <laughs> but like, I need to know when you are 
scrolling through Instagram and like a girl posts a story and she looks hot as fuck is the first thing you do is to look at if she's using a filter. Yes. And then I try the filter on myself and see how much it changed my face. Wait, (laughs) that was going to be my follow up. Like literally every single time I try it on my face and like every single time. That's so fucking funny. You know, I just want to say that you look like you have a filter on your face right now. Like, um, I have a fucking ring light that I'm literally like, it's a strobe light and I ought to have a concussion. So anime face filter on in my mind. Cause you have like really pretty big eyes. You, you look very beautiful. I'm just trying to tell you. Th- thank you so much. I mean, you look fucking stunning too. You. And you're talking about your postpartum body. Every body is beautiful, but your body looks banging by the way. Thank you. I'm trying. Love the tits. Oh wait, you got your tits done, right? I think I saw. I got them done before I had the baby. And then now they like, they look like fucking cow udders. Like literally they look crazy. Like I'm not <laughs> kidding. They, they were like perfectly perky. And within like a week of breastfeeding, they just turned into like use and they're just like dragged <laughs> out. Cause your baby will just pull on them. And I mean, they fill up with milk and then they deflate and they fill up with milk and they deflate. And so like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, as someone who has like no tits, like I look at them and I think they're amazing and I'm jealous, but like pick your poison, right? Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch you will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? 
I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you get to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalude. The first time that I heard of you was like a couple years ago. You released a YouTube video and it was titled, I let my best friend have sex with my boyfriend. (laughs) Love it. Been there, done that. Like we are on the same page. I didn't film it. I'm pissed I didn't film it because I didn't film it either. I'm pissed I didn't film it either. Oh, wait, no. Okay. Yeah. Let me like explain. You didn't film the act of it. It was you guys just discussing it, right? Yeah. We filmed like our thoughts before, kind of during and then after. Okay, got it. Yes, I remember. So it has over 20 million fucking views. I can't even believe that. That is, do you know how insane that is? I mean, I'm sure you do, but. Think about how much promotion that porn got and that I didn't actually film the porn. Like I could have probably retired if I had that scene, but I don't have it. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm sure you can like reenact it or like recreate it, but now it's too late (sighs) because you just confessed right here. Yeah. Was there bad backlash? For that video, I wouldn't say so. I would say it was more like it was, it made people really curious. So a lot of my messages and emails have become like, how can I have the confidence to have a threesome with my boyfriend? Where do you find girls to have threesomes with? Like, I just became like the threesome guru all of a sudden (sighs) of like, I'm supposed to like know everything about how to have a threesome. And, um, it kind of became like our brand in a weird way. 
I'm not going to lie to you. Like, my follow-up question was going to be like, so do you have any advice for threesomes? It's weird because I feel like, I mean, before I used to have threesomes with, like, girls who would meet at parties or, um, you know, just, like, a girl who would DM us, like, a random girl. She wouldn't have threesome like we would. But now it's kind of like I just hook up with girls who are in the industry and go get a test at the industry testing center and we plan it. And it's a little bit less sexy because it is super planned and there's a theme and, you know, right. But so the number one thing that people will ask me is like, where can I meet people? And I feel like, I mean, everyone's using apps now for dating. So I feel like, you know, making a profile with your partner and like saying clearly like what you want would probably be the best way to go about it. But I haven't personally experimented with that because I've been in a relationship and I'm in the industry. So. Right. Can I ask you, you just said like they, I mean, you have to get STD testing. Do they make you do COVID testing now? Is that like part of it? Yes. So I got COVID tested this morning and STD tested this morning. And the way that it works in the industry is that you have to have a full panel STD test every 14 days. But for COVID, it's... 24 hours or 48 hours, depending on like the company you're shooting for. And that goes for like the makeup artists, the photographers, like it's not just the talent. Right. Do you ever go into STD testing being like, fuck, I hope I don't have something or you just know like you're good to go? Uh, I know I'm good to go <laughs> like now, but yes, I've definitely been burned like twice, mm -hmm. but I'm just like way more careful than I used to be back in my party days. Yeah. So I'm never worried. Like, mm -hmm. no, but I've definitely gotten like gonorrhea twice. I mean, I've gotten chlamydia and after I got it, I did. I use a condom every single time after I found that out. No, no because I'm a fucking idiot. But like, I just remember going into STD testing and be like sweating bullets. Oh, no. And I'm like, I know I have HIV. Like, there's just no way. Like, I don't have knock it. Knock on like, wood. Two, two, two. <laughs> wait, knock on fucking wood. Like, oh my God. Um, okay, so, and oh, that video that you did, that was with your current boyfriend, Adam. Yes, my baby daddy, if you will. Yeah. Your baby daddy. And had he like done sex related content prior to that? I don't really think so. I mean, he's like from the BMX slash rap world. And so like, I mean, he made videos with girlfriends, like going dates on them probably and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I don't think it was like ever that explicit. Okay, got it. And like, were you doing sex related content before that video? Or was that like the launching off point? No, I mean, I was making um, like homemade porn on my iPhone, basically, like uh, starting right around the same time as that. But I wasn't even really selling like boy girl stuff at that time it was like just got into it so i would literally like take pictures of my boobs and post it and that was it like it was okay i eased into the whole you know now i'm gonna have sex with my boyfriend and i'm now i'm gonna do lesbian stuff and now we're gonna do like a lesbian gangbang like you know it's like kind of this gradual yeah. thing where you just like up it and get your fans excited and stuff but um yeah back there i was like back then i was super new to it and i wasn't as like confident in doing all the different types of content Right. Um, I've noticed with porn that girls kind of start off with um, girl on girl and then it like just it keeps getting not in the intensity goes up, but like that's kind of how it goes. Right. It's like girl on girl, boy, girl, threesome, anal, bang, bang, blow, bang. Yeah. Like you don't want to give it all away and you want to like drive your price up and get people excited and then, you know, 
I mean, I don't, I like have always worked for myself. So I never worked like in the traditional industry. Mm-hmm. But I think that like, if your agent was smart, then they wouldn't. Yeah. Are threesomes like your thing? Like, is that like your fetish? Are you super into that? I wouldn't say it's like a fetish. I'm not like, oh, I really want to have a threesome this weekend. But I, I, I do think they're really fun. I don't know. It's like for me, like it's weird because at first threesomes were like this really exciting thing that I did want to do on the weekends up, uh, uh, like make our sex life a little more exciting. But then they're kind of like very like it's work, you know? Right. I'd rather have a threesome off camera than on camera because it's way more fun. But the kind of threesomes I'm having in my life right now are like pretty much all on camera, especially with the pandemic. It's not like I'm going out and partying and you know. Right. 100%. I haven't done that in a while, but I went through a phase where like that was my go-to. Me and my boyfriend would like do the threesome thing. Really? Yes. And one time um, it was me, my best friend, him, one of his best friends, and we did like the four-person thing. We would like switch off. And then we added a fifth guy. What? And Yes. And you did an OnlyFans. <laughs> okay. I just got an email from someone at OnlyFans being like, it's time to start one. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not opposed. Um, I need to ask you about OnlyFans. We're we're gonna get into that in a second, but I liked the threesome vibe way more than the four or five. It feels like it might be too much, I feel like with four or five. Yeah. What? Yeah. First of all, the guy has to really know what the fuck he's doing and be able to handle mm-hmm. multiple women. I think when it's two guys, two girls, it's like you switch off, you switch off, you switch off. It's not like the threesome. You're like all in it to win it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like I would be overwhelmed. if it was, I've never been in that situation, but I have done scenes where it's like three or four girls and one guy and yeah, sometimes I just like sit in the corner and masturbate because I'm like, there's no room. There's one dick. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's hilarious. Um, was Adam into like the sex content and doing that type of stuff from with you from the beginning? No, I would say he was definitely like a little skittish about it. And it just kind of happened naturally. Like we went on, on a date and I still like, I had like a regular ass job at the time mm-hmm. that we went out together. We did end up having sex and we did end up like taking pictures with each other naked in bed and filming a little bit in bed just for like our own personal use. And so we were kind of from the beginning, just very open-minded and a little crazy together. And when we did have threesomes in our personal sex life, we were filming it for fun. And so I think over time, he just warmed up to like, why don't we just do this on camera? But in the beginning, it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, don't show my face, only show my dick. He has like a trillion tattoos. So it was impossible to like hide his identity and also we're in a public relationship so it's like there's no way you're getting around this and i think for a while he was really concerned about being brand friendly even though he's like super anti-brand friendly like he's all about smoking weed he interviews tons of rappers he talks about controversial stuff and like mm-hmm. maybe get over this like brand friendly thing target's not giving you an ad you know <laughs> But yeah, now you're like Target was never giving you a fucking ad, Adam. Like, yeah. And now he's like totally owns the porn star um, identity and stuff like that. So it was it was progress. But now he's all the way in. Okay, that's fucking amazing. You must be really good at being persuasive. So good on you. Okay, so you and Adam also 
released a YouTube video where you said, we're going to release a sex tape once we hit a million subscribers each. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yes. I need to know, how long did it take to get to a million? I can't remember at this point. Maybe, I think less than a year. I think there was like a lot of progress on the numbers right when that story came out because there was a lot of hype around it and it went really viral. Yeah, I think less than a year. I can't remember at this point exactly because it was so long ago. God, I I forget I made that video because I'm like so far removed from that girl. (laughs) But... Yeah, yeah, that was a weird time in my life. <laughs> and then you didn't end up releasing the video, right? After you hit a million. So at that point, there was already so much like sex content of us out there. So I didn't feel mm-hmm. like I need to go make like a sex tape because I already had like tons of sex tapes with him. But then I did end up making a sex tape with him that was on Pornhub, like Pornhub shot us. And then it went up on their website. So we did end up doing it. It was like a little delayed, but mm-hmm. it exists. Was Adam like, I need to wear a onesie and a ski mask and we just like cut a hole for my dick so no one can recognize me? <laughs> oh, it's so <laughs> ridiculous because obviously like, you know, porn is like so corny and they write like these like ridiculous scenarios. And I think that the official name of that porn was Podcast Smash because he has a podcast. And so like <laughs> the actual scene is like, supposed to be him interviewing another porn star. And then like I crawl under the table and start sucking his dick while he's interviewing her. And then it turns into a scene. But yeah, you can find it on Pornhub. It's ridiculous. I've I've never watched it. I refuse to watch it. I don't want to know what it's like. (laughs) Wait, I have so much fucking content out there, like YouTube videos that I would start crying if it like surfaced on my laptop again. Like, don't you hate that? Like, I'm not going to call myself a public figure, but just having content out there with your face from, you know, years ago, and it just will always live on the internet. And you're like, I want to die. Just don't pretend it doesn't exist. Just like, don't watch it. I like hate when someone will come to me and they're like, I used to watch you like in 2018, your YouTube videos really helped me. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's when I was like depressed and vlogging and crying all the time. (laughs) I like to just go and delete those all off my YouTube channel because I want to forget they exist, but I, I have them out there. Right. It's like once they're out there, someone else is just going to upload it because they already like fucking recorded it. I like totally feel that you made that video like under Pornhub, right? Like they facilitated the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, we made like a deal with them and then they were basically the production studio and they put it all together. And then we showed up as talent versus like when I shoot porn, it's like me and my iPhone in my bedroom and then I sell it on OnlyFans. So it was like more of an official porn in my mind. Can you release the same video on Twitter and then also do it on Pornhub? Or like, how does that work? I wouldn't release it on Twitter because then it would be free. Um, And I don't really like upload a lot of my content to Pornhub. I have in the past and I've put it to be like unlocked for paid price because I don't really want my stuff out there for free because I want people to subscribe Mm -hmm. and pay for it. But um, yeah, I have uploaded like teaser clips and stuff like that to Pornhub as more of like a way to market myself. But most of my stuff is on premium Snapchat and really OnlyFans. Okay, got it. When you did release the sex tape finally on Pornhub, did you and Adam like 
talk about what I mean you just said like he crawled under the table but do you guys like get so specific about what type of scene where you're like we're starting doggy and then I'll suck your dick and then we're doing this or do you guys just actually just fuck naturally I think that like they told they told us how to do it so it started with like a blowjob I feel like it always starts with a blowjob um always and then when I have sex and I'm the director I'm like one position to position I don't care but when you're filming like traditional porn I feel like they have a standard especially for an amount of time and they want like mm-hmm. five minutes in this position five minutes in that position and like for me I don't know maybe I'm just like a lazy fucker I'm like I'm not getting on I'm not doing this on you for like you know <laughs> I mean for those who can't see like reverse cowgirl for five minutes no thanks. yeah I'm sorry I work out and I'm still not doing that for five minutes I couldn't make it in like the real industry I would be too lazy I don't like when they are changing positions every fucking 30 seconds. No, no right. I feel like it's like you're just getting into it and then you're getting flipped over again. Like, what? what's the point? Maybe because we are women and we know to have an orgasm, like it takes a lot of time and focus in like one, you know, area. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I feel about traditional porn is like, I feel like it's I mean, maybe it's not meant to be realistic. That's why. Because like, I don't think it's realistic to do a zillion positions while you're having sex and but in the porn industry maybe they're just trying to appeal to everyone someone who's you know their favorite position's doggy or whatever so and also right they look cool you know like visually they're stimulating they might not actually feel really good in real life but that's not always what porn is about it's about selling the fantasy and you know striking off to it so it's all about the visual stimulation of it yeah. Well, if Pornhub, if you're listening, like I have like some stuff that I could tell you and like really make you guys some more money. So just let me know. They're just going to try to book you for a scene. <laughs> They're like, Sophia, do a scene for us. We'll pay you a jillion dollars. They're like, show us what you mean. And then like, maybe we can like fucking do it. Um, do you watch porn? Yes, but I feel like sometimes I'm watching porn for like actual research purposes. Like I know that it's like a meme, <laughs> but like, cause okay, now I have milk in my breasts and I know that some people are into that, but I have no idea what the people who are into that are looking for. So I like, I was like, God, I hope Pornhub deletes my search history because it's not what I'm into, but I had to like look up what people are looking for when they're watching lactation porn. And so I was doing research. Okay, I am so intrigued. Lactation porn, like, do you, like, squeeze milk into their mouths or what is it? I think people are interested in watching the act of someone else actually sucking the milk out of your boobs. And to me, no no kink shaming. I'm not into Uh it. I'm not into it. But maybe because in my real life, like, a baby is actually doing that to me, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a mind fuck. Yeah. (laughs) 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. 
What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider-looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. I read a Forbes article. Yes, I was like stalking you like a little creep until 3 a.m. laying in my bed. Thanks, Forbes. (laughs) Maybe masturbating. (laughs) I don't know. Just kidding. You're like, I get that joke every day. Like, please. No, no one talks to me. Um, Um, I read in a Forbes article you made over a million dollars last year. What is your main source or stream of income? 100% like OnlyFans. I mean, I wouldn't say it's 100%. It's like 99% OnlyFans, but it's like the whole thing. I don't make any money off Twitter. Twitter's purely like just a way for me to market OnlyFans. And so was Instagram until I got deleted. Um, So yeah, I mean, the big social media helps you because, you know, OnlyFans, you have fans, you can make a lot of money. Um, right. But, yes. Yeah. You made a fleshlight that it matches your vagina, right? Yeah. So fleshlight actually reached out to me and they were like, can we mold you? And they mold molded my vagina and my butthole. Has Adam tried it? <laughs> he told me his dick doesn't fit in it, which I like, I'm like, I don't believe you, <laughs> but he was like, my dick is too big. It doesn't fit. I'm like, whatever. He's like, I split it open. Like, my dick is just, like, so big. But honestly, I was thinking about it. If I were to make a fleshlight, I would low-key tell the manufacturers to make my pussy, like, five times tighter. The inside is always the same. So I don't think people know that. Like, they mold the outside of your vagina. But the inside of the fleshlight is the same for everyone. For all the fleshlight girls. Oh, that was the most groundbreaking shit I've ever heard. Okay. So tight that I did not go into labor and I had a C-section. And when I had my postpartum visit, my OB looked inside me and was like, your cervix has never been dilated. You look like you were never pregnant. And I'm like, 
Fuck everyone who said that my pussy was so loose that baby was going to fly out. People are so fucking stupid when they make that comment. Like, I mean, I had a sex podcast. I talk about really raunchy shit. I've talked about foursome. So I get the same shit. Like, your vagina is like a hot dog down a hallway. Whatever yeah. the fuck that phrase is. That's not how the anatomy works. Like, you can have a baby no. and still not be loose. You can have sex and still not be loose. It's... It's just really obnoxious. You can take 50 dicks and your vagina is not going to be loose. Like, read a book, people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Great. We just, like, went back to sex. But you are (laughs) a businesswoman. You really are a genius. You make the most money off OnlyFans. I feel like, especially during quarantine, there are so many girls trying to get on the OnlyFans train. Yeah. Do you have... um, like any tips for people like starting in OnlyFans? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's the same sort of tip that I would give someone who's just trying to get into social media, which is like, you know, make good content, take good photos, um, you know, try to figure out what you can do to be on the Explorer page on Instagram as far as using the platform, but also like try to collaborate with other creators. And don't fucking make an Instagram. I'm not, don't make an OnlyFans if you don't have any fans. Like, it's just like, I feel like it seems like a get rich quick scheme, but it's not. And then your shit is out there. I made a whole YouTube video about this because, like, literally every DM is about OnlyFans. And, you know, you don't need a lot of fans to be successful on OnlyFans. You can have 10,000 fans and make a good amount of money that would support you if people did actually like engage with your content and want to see you and what you're doing. But if you don't continue to make good content, then people are going to unsubscribe. And then, you know, you might have a really good first month, but six months in, you have all your shit on the internet and then no one is buying your content anymore. Um, And the thing with being like a sex worker is that any platform could decide to take your social media from you at any time, case in point me. And then what are you going to do? So I think it's something that requires a lot of careful consideration. And as much as I'm like so pro sex worker and I would want to help anyone who I can, I also want to advise people to be cautious and not just think that like, if they do this, they're going to be rich and that's the end of story. I think that's like really fucking good advice. And what type of content do you post? Because it's not just all like porn. It's not just all like you having sex, right? Um, I mean, it's mostly sexual. Like I post mm-hmm. photos and then I'll do a lot of solo videos and then I'll do videos with Adam and then I'll do threesomes and then I'll I'll do a lot of girl girl stuff. But I mean, I mean, I made, I made like a video one time showing how I like prepared for anal, but it's still sexual in nature, even though it's not like someone might not be like actually jerking off to it. It's, it's still, you know, I mean, I can assure you that there were still people jacking off to it. Like you would be shocked what they've, (laughs) what they like jack off to cleaning out your asshole. That's so hot. (laughs) Um, okay. Tell me if I read this incorrectly, you did like a try on haul um, of lingerie. Mm-hmm. Was that on your um, OnlyFans or was that on YouTube? I've done it on YouTube. I've actually done it on Pornhub too. So what I did was like filmed myself changing in and out of the clothes for my YouTube video because I had a brand deal. And then I just like left in the parts where I was changing and posted it on Pornhub. And it was actually really successful, which I didn't understand. But you would have to ask a dude like why it's so interesting because I found it to be 
boring as fuck <laughs> wait that is so fucking interesting so like on your youtube it just showed you with like the clothes and then maybe hinting the underwear was coming off and then you were like Pornhub has like the full thing i was just like reviewing the clothes because that's what i had to do as part of the brand deal and then i don't know i really didn't do much in the Pornhub version i just like kind of left the whole video unedited i guess and then still continued to review the clothes and it has like millions of views and i just find that to be so strange Wait, that is so bizarre and so interesting. And I feel like if you're like kind of trying to like head into, you know, doing an OnlyFans or something of that nature, like that could be a good just little like, you know, dipping your toes and get your feet wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. No, I think that's a good intro. Totally. 100%. Um, Okay, Lena. So I do want to quickly before we get into listener questions, because we are kind of running out of time. You are a new mom. You had a baby three months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. On your new baby girl, Parker, which I fucking love that name, by the way. That's so cute. Thank you. Um, I watched your birth vlog and you were planning on having like a stay at home birth and then you had to have a C-section. Yes. And you documented it. And I have to ask you how the fuck you were able to do that? Because I feel like if I were in the hospital, I would tell my boyfriend to get the fucking camera out of my fucking face before I like shatter the screen. Honestly, with after, after I saw the way I looked in that video, I probably should have told him <laughs> to turn the fucking camera off. Um, but I feel like at that in those moments, I just like couldn't care. I was so over everything by the time I went to the hospital. She was 19 days past her due date. Holy like shit. I tried everything to get her out. And then by the time I like gave in and went to the hospital, they were treating me like an alien. Like I didn't want to be there because they never let women go past due at the hospital. They like induce you. And so everyone was treating me like a fucking science project. They'd never seen someone like me in their life. And I was just so (laughs) over everything. I couldn't care anymore. And I mean, I was like kind of high on the epidural, but like I wasn't having a good time because I was super allergic to the epidural. So I was like, just really fucking it. Oh, I was, shit. It cut my skin from how much I scratched myself. And then when she was born, I was like, I was out of it. It was, I was really not like totally there in the way that you would probably want to be there. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like maybe if I was feeling all of the pain of it, then I probably would have been like, turn the fucking camera off right now. <laughs> Right. So pretty much like you were kind of out of it because you were like on drugs and there was so much going on that you were just like, whatever. I had to give in to all the shit that I wasn't expecting to happen because I was supposed to have a home birth with a, like a birth photographer and my midwife and my doula. And like, you know, I just want. Right. I had to get rid of every expectation I had because I had already lost so much of it. Right. Well, you know what? That's why you have a successful YouTube page. And like, I don't have fucking shit. So <laughs> I applaud you. Just practice. That's what I used to do because I used to hate being on camera. It scared the shit out of me. But I would just vlog some days and just like just never put it out. There's something about it that just feels so unnatural to me, but it is unnatural and it's like weirdly cringy or it feels narcissistic. And then you kind of have to like throw all your thoughts about that out the window and just fucking do it if you're going to be like a content creator, you know? Yeah. I have to ask, what is pregnant sex like? I do feel like it was like hotter. Like I was wetter all the time. You're just like constantly wet when you're pregnant. It's just, you're like, did my fucking water break? No, I'm just 
dripping wet. Oh. And I do feel like I was hornier. I feel like I had one of the best orgasms when I was pregnant. And I don't think it's because we necessarily like changed what we were doing. It's just like whatever was going on with my hormones just like made it feel better. Right. Um, But towards the end, you know, you feel like a huge lump and it's not easy to move around. (laughs) And you're kind of just like, fuck me. So the baby comes out. Hurry up, please. But yeah, that didn't work. Which obviously didn't work because you were 42 weeks pregnant. (laughs) Okay, Lena, let's quickly answer some of my listener questions. This first one I'm about to read is fucking wild. And I am so excited for you to tell me what you think about it. Hi, Sophia. I love you and love your new show. I will dive right into the reason I'm writing today. I have a cum fantasy. I'm obsessed with my fiance's cum, and when we have sex, I'm fantasizing the entire time about him coming inside me, every hole and all over me. I would like him to come nonstop while we are fucking. Unfortunately, this is not a realistic expectation since he can't produce this much cum. I discussed this fantasy with him, and I propose we try a cum fest. I want him to masturbate a few times a day, save up his cum, and then dump it all over me while we are having sex. I want this to be as hygienic as possible. If you have any advice, let me know. Okay, so I feel like she should just put it in the the freezer cube tray, like where the ice goes, like into every single little one. (laughs) But then like she would have to like go defrost it, right? Yeah, she could lay a thought on the counter. I'm just saying this because it just came to me, not because I've actually done anything like this. Like, (laughs) you know, you see people like make little, you know, concoctions in their little ice trays. And I kind of feel like this would be a Pinterest hack for her. Oh my God. Wait, that would be like so fucking dope if she made a TikTok of it. Have you ever heard of this like fetish? No, but I can't imagine that it's that strange because... You know, there's like blow bang porn where it's like one girl, 20 dicks, she's doing blow job. And then everyone's waiting until the end where she gets like all the cum on her. And I feel like that's like oh, a, hot, right. it's a hot visual. I've never really heard of like a girl. No one's ever told me like, this is what I want, but I could see how that's hot. Yeah, I could too. I mean, I think there's something really hot about like a guy coming. Um, she's unless it smells. Oh, yeah. Unless it smells. I don't know if I've. Actually, there was one guy that like his cum smelled and like, I don't even know how that's possible, but whatever. <laughs> um, I agree with you, Lena. I think girlfriend put it in the freezer. I was going to say refrigerate it under no circumstances, like leave it out on the counter. No. I think we're like talking about it as if it's like produce or like meat. It's like you cannot leave chicken thawing on the fucking counter like it needs to go in the fridge. Freezer for sure. Freezer. Okay, you say freezer. I I agree with you. Next question. Three some advice. So we like kind of covered this, but this girl said, my boyfriend and I are so bored sexually and we want to try a threesome, have no idea where to start. How do I go about finding a girl? Is there an app for that? And when we find her, how do we initiate sex so it's not awkward? So I looked into this a little bit and... I think, like, any fucking dating app, like, even if it's Tinder, like, you really, if you match with a girl, you could probably just, like, message her and, like, see if she's into that. However, there are apps, um, three, like, the number three, fun, kinku, K-I-N-K-O-O, um, 
that that's like kind of like for kinks and fetishes you could go there seeking arrangements i've seen that seeking arrangements will like have couples on there that are like looking for a third i think just being open and honest about what you want and i feel like there's all sorts of people looking for all sorts of things on dating apps and it's not that weird or taboo to try it i completely agree this is our last question this is not sex related Hey, Sophia. So I have recently gained a lot of weight and even more during quarantine. A big issue I'm having is while using dating apps while larger, I have a shit ton of anxiety leading up to the date. I've noticed now that I'm larger and sometimes it gets so bad and I'm so worried they're thinking I catfish them, even though I do look like my pictures. I've even canceled dates last minute because of this. Love the show and I'm so proud of you. If she is not like, you know, wanting to lose weight, I think it's really just understanding that every body is beautiful. That sounds so fucking cliche, but it's really so true. You kind of just have to like embrace all stages of your body. Like your body goes through changes and if you're only going to feel confident and good when you're the perfect weight, you are going to, you know, set yourself up for like a very not hard life but like difficult you know what I'm saying yeah Yeah. I mean I think about that all the time because it's like you know now I'm in my postpartum body and like your body changes a lot after you have a baby so like I think my metabolism's changed I'm not gonna lose weight the way I did when I was like 20 I'm like gonna be 30 this year um but so like kind of just realizing that and like thinking about like why is it so important but it is important because obviously like she said like people treat you differently when you look bigger or when you look different, you know? So I feel like if she wants to lose weight, like I would advise just like do it the totally healthy way, eat good and exercise and, you know, be reasonable about your goals and how fast you want to lose the weight. Cause like, if you try to rush into it, it's just going to backfire. But at the same time, how does she gain confidence to go on a date with someone? And why is she canceling her dates? I like, don't know what to say about that really. I'll be honest. First of all, I think sometimes you have to rip off the Band-Aid, show up to the date. Absolutely. Like, I don't don't condone, you know, alcohol use before, like, anything you're nervous for, per se. But, like, if you want to take a shot or two, anything that will relax you, meditation, like, just show up to the date. Because if she's just sitting at home and she's too scared to go, she'll never know. I personally feel like I benefited from going on a lot of first dates. I like mm-hmm. got to figure out what I liked in people, what I didn't like in people. And I feel like that does, it doesn't matter how you look like you should, you should be getting that practice in and like figuring out what you don't like. So that when you find someone that like makes sense for you, you know, you can leave like 30 minutes into the day if you want. You don't even want to be with a guy that is not going to be into you or not physically attracted to you. So like, fuck them. And maybe work a little bit on some self-care and self-love. That's what I would say. Because I am fucking Oprah. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. Lena, this was so amazing. I feel like I've learned so much shit. And I, like, want to go Google 50,000 things. Where can they find you? I am Lena the Plug on Twitter, YouTube, Free Lana the Plug on Instagram. My OnlyFans is OnlyFans slash Lana the Plug. I still think Sophia should make an OnlyFans if you ever want any advice. 
on how to work it. I'm here for you. Thank you so much. If I do decide to make one, you are going to be like my first call. So don't even worry about that. Sleuths, I love you so much. And I will talk to you next week.